with my man Big Biggie. What's going on, doggy? <laughs> what up, man? What up, what up, what up, what up? Early in the morning. You know how we do. Early bird get the <laughs> work, dog. <laughs> Hell yeah, we here. It's fucking, it's not even 10 a.m. yet, man. I haven't even eaten breakfast, but I'm super glad. Again, I'm super glad to have you on the show. Um, have an opportunity to speak with you, man, and just fucking chop it up with you, bro. Thank you, man. The pleasure is mine, brother, for sure, man. I've never done anything like this. So it's super tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, quite frankly, uh, one of one of the dopest interviews that I've ever heard was your interview with the uh, with the Beast Camp. It was, I think it was about two years ago now, though. Oh yeah, heck yeah, man, heck yeah. That was that was a dope uh, platform that Beast was doing, man. I thought that was really really tight. And it was cool just to see like some of uh, people I came up with and some of my OGs on there, and you know, just to hear their experience with um, with Crump and stuff like that. So that, I, and then for me to be on there was super tight. And so, even speaking on that, for people who might be listening who might not know who you are, can you give them just like a real short introduction about who you are and what you do? So my name is Biggie. AKA Bad Guy Nine, B I G. I'm a crump dancer and I am a fitness instructor. Um, and I'm Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man. And that's really dope how you said that. Like, I'm, I'm Biggie. Like, you are somebody I feel like, you know, you are what you get, like, type of person. Like, you know, when when somebody meets you like me even personally when i met you it's like you know you get what you get when you meet this guy like there's nothing really kind of tucked in the corner over there there's nothing kind of in his back pocket he's just you know you get it's a it's a pretty straight up feeling man um yeah and even on that bro like it's been pretty crazy because i know like for a while you've been in crump since you were like real young like you're still super young now but you you were in since like what like 14, 15 years old? Nah, man. I started crump dancing. Um, I had uh, I had got into clown dancing for a little bit because my brothers, I'm, I'm the youngest out of all my brothers, which is, mm-hmm. you know, Psycho, 20 Kills, uh, you know, and, and Big Stucks. I'm, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest. So when, when my brothers were clown dancing, they had they didn't clown dance for long they clown danced for a little bit and then soon as crump like they they got introduced to crump they made the transition instantly in me it was like literally i probably clown danced for like a week you know i wouldn't even say i was a clown dancer because um i didn't clown dance for that long but i probably clown danced for like a week and that was probably in 2003. Uh, and in 2003, I was nine years old. Oh, snap. Yeah, so my first time crumping was definitely in 2003. Because okay. I remember we had this show to do in, um, at, in, in elementary. And it was just like, um, you know, well, what can you guys do? I was like, well, I can kind of sing. You know, um, and then um, I was like, well, I just learned this, you know, clown crump dance and stuff. I was like, well, I can do that. But when I did it, you know, at the time, it it didn't trend yet. It wasn't popular yet. So 
it was still kind of foreign. So when people seen it, they were just kind of like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and it's – uh, yeah, because I even remember seeing, like, some of the old Crump videos, like, you know, when I first started really watching and to see, like, little Biggie, you know, and then now you're yeah. big Biggie. So it's like, yeah. oh, snap, man, kind of, you know – really raised in crump you know what i mean which which is really tied to me man because not a lot of people can say that they've spent you know 10 plus years 15 plus years in a dance style you know what i mean yeah um, man it's it's crazy because uh, uh when i started crumping there at from from nine years old to 26 i'm 26 now from nine years old to 26 there there wasn't a time where I have not crumped. There wasn't a year where I didn't crump. I remember crumping from nine to literally now because I remember at my job, because I worked for the city at my job. So, and then my supervisor, I kept telling her like, you don't remember me. Like I, I used to, cause she had been working for, uh, um, she had been a supervisor at my job for over 20 years. And I kept telling her, like, you don't remember me? I was like, I used to come up here as a kid, like, to the rec center, and I used to crump. And uh, she was just like, well, when? And I'm like, you guys had the whole street blocked off. And uh, and then it was during this event we have called Snow Day. And she was just like, well, no, we wasn't really doing Snow Day, you know, way back then. Uh, she said the only time we did something like that was the anniversary of Moreno Valley. And the anniversary of Marino Valley. Marino Valley was found founded. Fun fact: Marino Valley was founded in 1984. So they were doing a 20 year anniversary, and I crumped that day. So the 20 years from 1984 is was 2004, mm-hmm. and I remember being a full fledged crump dancer at that time, and I was probably like 10. You know what I'm saying? And there was, like, these different groups in my city and stuff like that. So, so with 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 that, I can remember going back, you know, 16 years and still vividly, you know, remembering crumb dancing. So, it's it's crazy. Like, being going through elementary, going through middle school, going through high school. Like, it's crazy being a crumb dancer, going through, like, all this, like, these transitions and why everybody's getting hyphy, everybody's jerking, everybody's still kind of clown dancing. Like, I really had to fight through all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the hyphy movement, like, because, you know, in 2004, five, you know, all the way up until 2009, I was living in North Carolina, bro, and oh, wow. watching the hyphy movement over there, it was weird. A lot of people over there, you know, they would pull up an E40 music video and be like, oh, this is crumping. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't think that's crumping. I was like, I think yeah. that's something else. And that's kind of when I started to learn the difference of the hyphy movement, crump movement, you know, and everything that kind of fell in between that clowning. Yeah. Um, and, and, it's, and it's also crazy, too, to even think, like, when I hear you talk about it, bro, like, you're so entrenched in it. Your family's so entrenched in it. Like, the Yates... For people who don't know, the Yates family, you know, the boys are all magnificent crumpers, you know, music producers. Um, and and very thankfully, bro, because I got to experience it, you know, your 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 dad, very entrenched in it, you know, Papa Psycho, 
and you know you guys had the garage session bro which yeah. was a you know it was like a hot spot for crump like if you like matter of fact shout out sherwin because he's he commented on the stream but um me and sherwin were talking about it was like there's certain places where you can go and crump like the 818s like Right. People people save up money like from Japan and have dreams of going to the garage sessions. You know, what I mean, or they save up money to have a chance to go to an eight one eight or a or a Buckster or whatever. And you guys, right. that's your family. Like you guys were the garage session man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's man. it. That's, that's... what's up. I remember going. Um, I went to the second, the second to last one. Um. And it was so insane, like, when I walked in the garage and just to see people, you know, there's people standing up on the couch, <laughs> you know, they're standing up on boxes over here, and it's like, yeah. holy shit, dude, my dad would never, yeah. my dad would never be cool with this, but it was so tight to to see that your family was cool with all of us coming and expressing ourselves and just having that safe place, bro, and, you know, what was, what would be, for you, what would be one of your favorite garage session moments like for you personally man favorite garage session moments man there's there's just so many because even um we had a garage before the garage which was uh oh shit <laughs> yeah like there was a house we used to live uh around the corner it's crazy because i remember when uh when we started looking for a house, like when we started looking for another house, our main thing was this. We have to either have a big backyard or a big garage for sessions. Like, mm. like that's what something like my mom and dad even used to look for. It was like, like, okay, well, we used to look at houses. Like, well, we can't move here. The, the garage isn't big enough. Like, how are we going to have sessions? Well, we can't move here because the backyard isn't big enough. How are we going to have sessions? So... That was like that was crazy, like how that transpired. But like there was a garage before the garage that people see now, which is like I said, the house around the corner, which is where Federation, a, a old crew that we used to have, Federation and Crumb Kings battle. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, and that's the infamous, you know, Biggie talking mess in the camera. We're killing Crumb Kings off. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's when I battled in that blue shirt. So that was actually the garage before, uh, before the one we have, uh, we had uh, recently. So I, I don't know, man. That one was was crazy, bro. Like literally, when I tell you, because at the we had a Fed event that night, and um, the police came, and he said, "Man, I love what you guys are doing, but you guys got to shut it down." He said, I just counted 90 people in one corner. He said, the capacity of the building is 120. He said, I counted 90 people in one corner. He said, it's it's too many people in here, man. You guys are going to have to, uh, you guys are going to have to go somewhere else. So literally, when I tell you that the whole event just went down the street to, to my house, bro, it was like a block party. It was crazy. Then the police came again. Then the helicopters came. Bro, they like low key raided my house. Like, the police were all in the backyard. Like, they was talking to my mom crazy. I was like, oh hell no! <laughs> it was crazy, man. I think that was definitely probably one of my favorite 
because just the experience was like crazy, bro. Like, like it was insane. And then of course there are like a lot of uh, little private sessions that we used to have, not private, but you know, we would get a call from Rapture. You feel me? Like, Hey, me, Hitman, and a few other people are, and a few of my little homies are coming over. And then we would session till four o'clock in the morning or, um, solo would randomly come over you know with uh maybe one of his little homie and like two other people from foundation or or grim would come over like just like random like random like big homies but like other random crumpers like you know those are always my favorite too you feel me i'll be like this is how young i was bro i would be in the middle of like doing homework or in the middle of you know like playing with toys or playing the game and my pops would come in the room like, hey, uh, Solo, Grim, and Swings are all about to come over. Do you want to come live? You feel me? Or my brother Stucks would come in the room like, like, hey, you need to you need to finish your homework and you need to come live. You feel me? Like, like it, it I don't know, bro. It's like it's so many, like so many sessions that happen. People, we would session and then people would come over the next day and watch footage. And then we would end up sessioning again. Like, it's crazy. Like, it was just like, that's why we stayed so consistent because we had space and we had room and we had a DJ system. So, it, man, bro, it was like nonstop, nonstop. That's why I be telling Crumbers now, like, nigga, y'all gotta, like, y'all gotta get into it, bro, because it's nonstop. Bro, and that's, it's, <clears throat> It's really inspiring to hear because, you know, like you were saying, you've been nonstop since you started. And just to not only have that, the longevity, like, you know what I'm saying? Like to say, like, you know, I've been going since 2003, 2004. You know what I mean? That's one that's inspiring in itself. And then to think that you had people like Grim, shout out Grim, people like Solo, Rapture. You know, and I've seen the garage sessions with my own two eyes. Like, to look around this corner, like, holy smokes, there's fucking, you got Rock Claw right here, you got Clash right here, you got Dread right here, you got Sherwin, you got Cube, you got fucking, you know, let alone the Yates brothers. Like, you got all these guys in one room. And I'm just looking around, I'm like, yo, there's a lot of buck motherfuckers out here. Like, yeah. holy smokes, dude. And for me, you know, I was, what, 24? For you know, so a few years back, you know, I'm standing inside a garage with all these people, and it's like, yo, I dreamt about this in 2009 when I first laid my eyes on Crump. Like, I had dreams of being in a session like this or being in Cali, you know, beside some of these great Crumpers, and just to know that, like, that was a part of your daily routine. Like, that was a part of your daily. That's really, really, really inspiring, man. Yeah, bro. It was literally like. It was it was just like I would end up labbing and totally forget what I was doing, like like at home. Like that's how much like and that's why sometimes not to like brag, but that's why sometimes now like I I don't sometimes I cannot lab and still be bucked because I build so much muscle memory in such a chemistry with crump where I can just there's just something I can just tap into because it, it was literally like, uh, like it was like, it's like drinking water, bro. Like, 
Crunk oh. was literally like drinking water. Like it, it would be days where like, like I don't know something to be off. Like, and it's like, damn, it's probably because I I haven't crumped. Like, but like it it was like not crumping in a day would literally probably throw me off somewhere. Like, it, it bro, I promise to God, as God is my witness, it will be seven o'clock in the morning. I would hear the music start. And I would go out in the garage, and uh, my brother, Jeremy, 20 kills, 20 wide, he would be in the garage labbing, I promise you. And I, I really think it's because, for one, he got his work ethic from Kobe. So my brother used to look up to Kobe. Like, that was his, like, like that was, like, bro's idol. You feel me? So he would do stuff like that, like, hey, I'm going to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning and lab. You trying to lab? And I'm like, no. Like, I'll I, I control my schedule. Like, but, like, for real, for real, he would wake me up, like, hey, man, come look at this move I got. Or then he started making tracks. Hey, come look at this track I made. You feel me? So it was literally like drinking water, bro. Like, everything was invested into that. Our time, our money. I can't tell you how much money I don't spent on crime, how much money my dad spent on crime. And that's even to this day, I always thank my mom, like, because my dad was so in the trouble. My mom, she would just be in the room while everybody's sessioning, you know, you know, paint their nails or you feel me in the, in the room drawing or, or just something random. You feel me? And I used to always go and check on her like, mom, you good? She's just looking at me like, I'm fine. Like, I'm good. Like, just go ahead. <laughs> yeah. But man. Even to this day, I, I thank my mom. You feel me? Cause she was re- probably the most person that put up with it. Like the most, because she, I mean, mom, I don't have any sisters. I got God sisters. I don't have any sisters. So my mom was the only female in the house. You feel me? So I was extremely overprotective. You feel me? I was like, I used to tell my mom, lock this door. You know what I'm saying? Because people would just walk in my house and just go use the bathroom. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, not knowing, you know, I remember my mom, she said, she said somebody walked in her room and was like, hey, is the bathroom in here? And my mom was just like, no. And then I forgot who it was. And they just started having a conversation with her. We're like, well, what you doing? Like, you okay? (laughs) And it was just so random. And I ran in the room like, mom, you good? She was just like, oh, yeah. We were just talking. Like, all right. Oh, my God. Crazy, man. (laughs) The shit that women put up with, bro. I swear to God, I don't understand it. Bro. (laughs) It's so much stuff that happened. But look, I remember one time I was, you know, cleaning my room while the session was going on because it was like we had like extra stuff. So I had like to look, you organize it in the room and there's people coming in and out the house and I'm finna go use the bathroom. So I go in the house, finna go use the bathroom. Nigga, my shaving cream, somebody used my shaving cream, bro. Like, <laughs> shave. I'm like, nigga, did somebody just use my shaving cream and my shaver and shave? Like, <laughs> I'm like, why does my bathroom smell like shaving cream? Like, crazy. <laughs> Niggas are crazy, bro. Like, oh my good God. Lord. And I think about stuff like that as an adult. Now I'm like, I probably would have knocked somebody out now. Oh, yeah, using crazy. my razor. What the hell wrong with yeah. you? <laughs> bro, throw it away. Like, yeah, dirty. Oh, my God. <sighs> dude, that's too fucking funny. Oh. Um, yeah, dude, even your, your brother even commented on here talking about 70 inch beat those. What was it? He said a 70-inch old-school TV. So, man, you had to do this shit back in the 
since the back in the box TV. A lot of people, you know, these young guys don't even know about the big box TV. That shit was not only a TV, it was a shelf and a yeah. at the same damn time. Yeah. So Matter of fact. Too. Shout out Solo, Summer Session. I think you guys would feed everybody after. Oh, damn, that's dope. That's dope, man. Feeding people man. after the session. Real I remember, I, bro. I asked my dad. I said, "Hey, pops, can I borrow some money for uh, for uh, like to get get something to eat after I'm a kid?" He was like, "Man, I just gave my last money. To, you feel me to to the other <laughs> dancers? I'm like, so you mean I gotta go in here and make a bologna sandwich? <laughs> like I was bad. Oh man, oh dude, and uh, and it was so I was even so." It was really thought inspiring right now to hear like how you guys have your work ethic as far as like, you know, 20 kills with Kobe. And, you know, one thing I remember hearing both you and Psycho say one time was if if you're not going to be great, don't do it at all. Right. You know what I mean? And so now you're also doing all your stuff with fitness that I'm starting mm-hmm. to see. Well, you've been on fitness, but now you're really starting to get more and people involved and starting to kind of lead them through that. So for everybody, kind of explain what you're trying to do as far as your your health and, and fitness lifestyle that you're building. So basically, when when I was younger, just kind of a little backstory. When I was younger, I I, I was never athletic. Like I didn't play sports, I didn't play football, I just I didn't play basketball. I, you know, I was actually pretty decent at soccer in elementary school, which is kind of weird. But like, uh, I I wasn't athletic at all. So, Crump and like, and the sport of boxing were probably the the first two things I actually, you know, like actually were able because. I used to go body all the time, like go body, go slaps, fight, you know. So I was like, man, if I'm going to be good at it, this is like kind of like during like the crump stage, like when I started, I'm like if I'm going to be good at anything, it's probably going to be boxing. So so I got into that for a little bit, just not like actually boxing, but like just training, you know, and, and I got into that as I got older. And then, of course, you know, crumping was like, like my main go-to thing, but during during those times, like, I had gained weight, you know what I'm saying? And I was always the fat kid, you know, especially out of my brothers. Like, I was, like, I was the big kid, you know, uh, just as far as, like, never really being athletic or anything like that. So, and then I remember they used to throw me at the session. I used to be white. They used to be like, man, get your little fat self out the session. <laughs> and so, like, low-key, that stuck with me. So, as I got older... You know, I just kind of like stretched out and then I started losing weight. Then I had gained it back. And then um, I was having health problems. So my my just like my daily health problem, I would have like heartburn. I would um, I would just get these really bad headaches. My back would hurt. My knees would hurt. And this is all like from crumping. It's like it's like from crumping, but it's it's from being overweight like i i probably wouldn't have had these problems if, if i wasn't overweight so i was literally having these problems every day and then i remember uh my sister-in-law we actually went to san diego and uh she had took me out to eat and we were eating and then um i was eating and she said she was like biggie what's wrong with you and i was like almost crying because i had so much heartburn 
I was like, man, I said, I cannot eat any more of this. I said, I'm, I, I'm, I have, I'm having excruciating heartburn. And then from there, I think that's when I was just like, man, I can't do this anymore. I got to start eating healthy. You know, um, you know, I want to live longer. And then, you know, I, I have a, a history of like diabetes in my family and I have a history mm-hmm. of high blood pressure in my family and, you know, cancer and things like that. So I just literally took took the step just to say, all right, I'm, um, I'm going to start eating right. I'm going to start exercising. And then, you know, I did my research and then, you know, now I have a fitness page. It's called Crump and uh, it's called Crump Fitness and Health, Health and Fitness. So I have that page, which is pretty much, I do like free, free, everything's free. Everything's free, free tutorials. I'll do like, like, like a free workshop. Uh, I'll put like advice in there, motivation in the page, uh, just different things like that. And um, I just really want to take it on another level because I know me being 26, I should not have certain pains in my body that I should, I have like, like my knuckles hurt, my, my knees hurt, my back hurts. And I, and I, sometimes I feel like, like an old man. And then it's, it's sometimes like to a point, bro, like I'll crump so hard the next day. Like I literally need help getting out, out of the bed. Like that's how bad it is. And uh, when I got into my car accident, me and my dad a while ago, a few years ago, uh, I got a, a scan on my body with my, for my joints, my muscles and stuff like that. And then uh, we had got it back and that was like, um, well, we're going to do yours again because uh, it came back, you know, a little weird. So the machine might be messed up. So we're going to do it again. So I'm like, okay, no problem. So they did my scan again. So, uh, so they talked to me privately. So they was like, so the reason why we did your scan uh, twice is because, you know, you, yours and your dad's are similar. They was like, but your dad's in his 50s, so he has wear and tear on his ligaments and in his bones, you know. So, you know, so it's 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 normal for his to look like that. But they said, but for yours to be similar to his is a problem. They was mm-hmm. like, so whatever you're doing, you either need to slow down or you need to stop. And then during that time, I had got into powerlifting. So I was like powerlifting and crumping. You know what I'm saying? So but I was still kind of in shape, but I was like doing both. So it's like now it's kind of like just to bring really bring awareness, man, because, you know, I know everybody wants to crump for a long time. But honestly, bro, like the, the wear and tear that, that it has on our body is, you know, we might as well be playing football. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing we're, we're not doing is like running into other people, you know, not unless you're certain people, but. You know, that's really the only thing that we're not doing is it's like straight on contact collision. I mean, we're hitting the ground, we're stomping our feet, you know, which has wear and tear on our on our on our joints and our feet. And, uh, you know, a lot of us aren't stretching. A lot of us aren't, uh, you know, taking the proper precaution. And that's really what I'm here to help for, because like I said, bro, I'm 26 and I should not you know, have to wake up cracking certain bones every morning just to feel some type of relief. <laughs> Dude, I tell a lot of people, like, you know, I did the basketball, football, wrestling, and there's been nothing more strenuous on my body than dancing, bro. And, like, 
the fact that, you know, and especially you, you know, the fact that when you talk about Crump, 2003, 2004, people were getting chucked around at sessions. People were getting shoved yeah. in the walls. I mean, you know, as we got older, people kind of started realizing, yeah. hey, we can't, we can't be doing that, dog. But right. sometimes it still happens. I still see people get body slammed sometimes or, you know, pushed over sometimes. And like, hey, man, that takes a, after a while, that kind of takes a toll on our, on our body, man. It, it really does. Um, yeah. So, man. so you got the Facebook page, right, for, for the Crump health and fitness yeah for sure and and so yeah dude i'm hoping uh i'm hoping we can kind of blow that up for you dude because especially on the youtube and on the the corpse collection facebook page man i got a lot of people who are starting to get more active with the things that i that i post mm. and put out there um you know if anybody so anybody else watching what would be if they were wanting to start if they were wanting to start their journey to get more healthy and a little more fit, what would be, what would you suggest to be their first step for them to kind of take that path? My first step. Okay. So there's a, there's a difference between being healthy and then somebody just wanting to be fit. So when you have somebody that wants to be healthy, usually the, the fitness part comes like after, or usually the fitness part part comes first for me i wanted to just be healthy so mm. before i even started working out i was literally probably eating healthy for like three months I, I i didn't even at that point i was like man i don't even care about you know about being buff i don't care about having a six pack i don't care about none of that i just want to get rid of these these you know this this ill feeling i have every time that i eat so my suggestion is somewhere starting i would say create a goal create always create some type of goal and then this is my 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 go-to saying is you you can you cannot you cannot like aim you can't aim like with with no target like if you don't have a target if you don't have a goal you're just pretty much aiming with no with no target you feel me you don't you don't know what to shoot so always create a goal, always create a target because you know what to shoot for. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a big target or if it's a small target, always aim for something that you can hit. You know what I'm saying? So if you have a goal, create a goal that you can hit. So don't, don't like, a lot of people come to me like, hey, Biggie, I need help. I just want to get buff. It's like, okay, well, do you want to get lean? Are you trying to get bulk? Are you trying to cut? Like, what are you trying to do? So my, my, suggestion was to be do your research um always go to a doctor and and make sure you don't have any type of health issues make sure you don't have any type of you know fractures that you've just been letting go on for years or that just don't hurt that much anymore make sure you don't have any uh underlining health issues you know you're not pre-diabetic um you know, get all that stuff checked on first. Get your blood work checked on because I had to do all of that. You know, get your blood work checked on, get, um, you know, get examined and then create a goal, create a goal. How much weight you want to lose by this time, how you're going to lose weight. And do not forget water is your best friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> water. water is your best friend. Uh, hey, you're, uh, 
your your brother wants to know why your mustache never connected to your beard. <laughs> that has to be 20 kills, man, because Psycho's probably still asleep. <laughs> yeah, 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 Jamie. Uh, man, I really want to, man, Jamie, if you're listening, bro, I really want to get you on the podcast too, bro. I'd, I'd really love to hear some of your story and, and give you an opportunity to speak too. So we'll talk about that later. But, um, but yeah, man, even like for myself, bro, um, you know, coming into 2020, I went through a bunch of shit, dude, family stuff. And, bro, yeah. my weight dropped down to about one, I was at like 125, bro. And I mean, I'm already, you know me, dude, I'm already kind of a skinny guy, bro. So right. 125, I was even skinnier. And um, I, I kind of, you know, with the help of the fam and shit, I kind of got myself back in a healthy position. And now I'm, right. I'm, I'm back up to about 155. And oh, now good. I'm starting to say, okay, let's, you know, let's get some running in. Let's get some, a little bit of weightlifting in. Let's get some pushups in. Drinking, you know, 64 fluid ounces of water every day. Like, you know, that's making good. sure. Yeah, so so that's 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 dope, man. Because even myself, I'm wanting to kind of, I'm wanting to make sure that my health and my my fitness after, because I, I I believe in health and then fitness. Right. You know, I want to make sure it's in check because you know I got a little boy, man. I gotta I gotta stay alive. You know, what I mean, I gotta be right. Um. So, with with your health and fitness, with everything that you're doing, even crumping it, what is what is your dreams for this now? Like, you know, cause you've accomplished a lot, bro. You're, you're bad guy nine. Like a lot, of people, <laughs> a, a lot of people can't say that they, they, they're a student of a creator of a dance style. So you've accomplished, you know, I, I remember watching you battle, you know, even at the beast camp championship against little and wide, like, yeah. Motherfuckers went off. Like, so it's yeah. like, yo, I've seen you perform on big stages. I've seen you battle at sessions. I've seen like, you know, you've, you became a certain, a certain caliber of dancer. So now looking out, like, so what's some of your dreams with all this? What's something that you hope to see in the future? I would say one of my dreams, like it for, I have a personal dream for myself and just a, a dream for crumb. So one of my personal, my personal dreams, like inside of Crump is really, it's going to seem simple, but it's really just owning a really big dance studio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just a really big dance studio because bro, you will be surprised how many dance studios around the world or in, in California that we've went to that just do not want Crump there. They just don't. Though no, we don't do that type of stuff here. Or well, yeah, yeah, you guys can do something and just never hit us back. Just never. And we've gone, you know, extremely professional, you know, with you know, button up shirts on and you know, I've covered my tattoos and I've offered to teach the kids and I've pulled up resumes and it's like nothing works. <laughs> and there was just one guy in this dance studio in Reno Valley. And he pretty much told us like, man, you guys can pretty much have the studio. I bought the dance studio. My wife runs her programs here, but after hours, it's mine. We danced there one time and we haven't heard from him since. Like, I don't know if he got into it with his wife, like, but he was just so open. Like, yeah, I want you to teach here three times a week. I'll pay you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a job, like, 
like I'll pay you three times a week. Uh, I want you to teach the little girls. I want you to teach the rest of the kids. I want to get some, uh, because I believe it was like a, a, a young women's dance studio. But, uh, but like, I don't know. He was coming off like, like, yeah, like, man, nah, don't worry about my wife. We got it. He was an older dude. He was a, a retired veteran. So, you know, he was, he, he was like, man, I don't have no time. Like, like, I, I don't have anything to do. He was like, so anytime y'all here, 12 o'clock in the morning, y'all want the keys to come session, just call me. I live up the street. And we like, oh, cool. Like, we finally got a spot. And yeah, lo and behold, we just did not hear from bro no more. Like, just so I just want like a free, free range studio where we can do whatever, you know, like we can have producers come in and, you know, make beats, you know, uh, like a studio in the back. Um, just everything like an, uh, an after school program, you know what I'm saying? And just have it open, just have it open, you know what I'm saying? Just have it open. You know, have tournaments there, have sessions there. Like I said, you know, a, a workout room, like just literally something like that, bro. That's like one something that I want to own. I want my family to own. And if and if I had that, I would be like, I would be good, bro. Like, I would be cool. It's very well deserved. It's very well deserved for you, your family, especially knowing how long you guys have been in the game. You know what your family's contributed to it. And then, you know, just your guys overall, like, you know, for you guys that have such a stature, you guys are really humble and you guys are really, you know, I don't want to say soft spoken, but you guys, you know, you guys, you guys talk in place. So it's like, you guys don't like demean people or this and that. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of positive coming from you guys, you know what I mean? And especially yeah. like what what you're doing with Crump and Fitness and Jeremy, what he's starting to do with the Buckster brand and, and promoting that a lot, you know, and Psycho is just in all these circles. He's just, yeah. he's just a guy that's very easily assessed. I remember talking to him at a session and I was like nervous. Cause I was like, dude, I'm a fucking, like, I'm a nobody. Like, is this yeah. guy going to speak with me? And he was like, yeah. And like, Hey champ, like, Hey man, you're doing good. And I remember he told me, he's like, you got to believe in yourself, man, or nobody else is. It's like, fuck, yeah. like, holy shit. Like, that was really, really powerful to me, man. And it's very well-deserved for you guys, bro. And hopefully... Bro, Psycho know, is Don King, man. He can make anything happen. Psycho is Don King, bro. Like, the way... I, the see, way that. I moves, see him like, like a puppet master, bro. I see him. Yeah, like, bro, it's crazy. He used to come in the room, like, when we used to have Fed events, he used to be like, hey. Guess who I got balance? I got so and so versus so and so. I'm like, how did you get that? Like, what did you say? What did you offer to these niggas <laughs> to make them want to battle each other? Like, what did you do? Like, <laughs> just spark up random beef. Like, hey, hey, cuz look, so I got these niggas to battle each other. They gonna tag team like against so and so. Bro, he got he got Bash and Twin Bash, which is uh Sky Skyboy at the time, uh versus solo and grim like how do you do like what did you do like like how did you bro and that was the craziest battle ever like like bro it's, bro, it's don king man the nigga I don't, I don't know how i don't know how he does it like i mean and it's like i'm i'm out there like i'm i'm in the field working 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 and then when i throw a session people people will come bro people will come but for some reason when psycho does it bro i don't know what how he does it but 
people just flock. Like I don't I don't know what it is. Like he's he's the man. Like and even Psycho won't Psycho won't dance for a year. He throw a random session, bro. It'll be thirty niggas there, like easy. And it's just so weird. That's why I'd be like, hey, Psycho, throw a session, like because he. He just, I don't know, bro. He just has it. He just has it, man. He has to gift the guy, bro. Like, he just, he's not the king. Yeah, man. He reminds me, if I could compare him to somebody, too, like, because some people won't know for sure who Don King is, but it's like, hey, you know who Dana White is from the UFC. Like, he reminds, you. Me, like, reminds me of a Dana White, bro. He can put together some crazy brawl. Yeah, man. The, I remember he did a live a live feed one time and was wanting to match people up for some battles and I was just like, yo, these are some buck, like, these aren't just random fucking battles, these <laughs> yeah. are buck battles, like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, dude, again, Biggie, bro, I'm, I'm really thankful that you came on the show, bro. Is there any gym or little, little advice that you want to throw to everybody before we hop off, man? Man, I, I would really just say, uh, like as far as crump, as far as crump goes, lab, lab, create muscle memory. Um, literally, it has to be like if you want to be great at it, it has to be like drinking water. So you you have to like want it. You know what I'm saying? You have to practice. I was literally crumping in grocery stores, like because I would get cut off from dancing to my mom. Like, hey, you need to come to the store with me. You know. Like, he, it's just something that you have to have, man. Like, I know we have all these platforms where you guys can learn from and, and you guys can, you know, if you guys want to be bucked now, you guys can probably just go on YouTube and just take the last five classes and just go, just go apply it. But, but really, you have to become crumb. You can't just get crumb. You have to become crumb. It's in, and that's what, what I did. That's what my family did. We literally became Crump. Like we embodied it. If Crump was a group of brothers and human beings, it would be us that era. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you just you just have have to embody Crump. I I've literally been raised in in Crump, and um, you have to embody it. As far as life goes, man, you you just right, especially right now. I just really urge everybody to be open-minded, open-minded. There's so, so many opinions going on and so many beliefs and, you know, just really be open-minded, listen, be compassionate and love, man. That's, that's, that's the best thing I can, I can give you, man. It's just uh, be compassionate, be open-minded, love and just spread peace, man. Cause uh, right now it's, you know, with, with, with what's going on in the world, man, it's literally something every day. So mm -hmm. please, man, just, just be open-minded, love, and uh, just spread peace, man. Dude, listen, bro. Thank you so much for coming on, Biggie. I, I am, uh, I'm really a fan, bro, of you, and I, I, I admire it. everything you're doing and the, the mess, like even that right there, bro, the message you spread. Um, everybody who's watching or who's going to watch, because this is going to be on YouTube and shit, check out Crump Health and Fitness. Get your fitness and health game up. Biggie, thank you again, bro. And I'll send you a message right now, bro, when we hop off the live. For sure. And one last thing, man. One last thing. I want to really say this. 
is to my big brother Enforcer. My big brother Enforcer, man. I just want to say Enforcer has inspired me since day one. That's my big brother, man. Um, and shout out to Big ER, man. Serious. 50. Enforcer. Enforcer Rule. 5 Shout out to 50, man. That's my big brother, man. And uh, I just I just really have to say this. You are legendary. The the word, the act, the the everything will never be looked at the same. Never, never. You are legendary, big bro. And that's that's word. You feel me? Legendary 5050. And that's it, bro. That's all I got. Long live 50, man. I'll be hollering at you right now, big. For sure, brother. See you soon.